Hey y'all, and welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and I'm with Jalen. Hey y'all. And today we're going to be going over some news, then we're going to be talking about the shows that we're looking forward to the most this year, and the video games we're looking forward to the most this year. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, some of this news will feel a little bit old just because we were gone for Christmas vacation, so mm-hmm. we have some catching up to do. Uh, first, let's break down some more of the free games that you can get this month. Uh, we have Xbox Games with Gold, and then we have PlayStation PS Plus. Uh, so the Games with Gold that you can get this year is Sticks Shades of Darkness, which is, I think, the sequel uh, to uh, Sticks, And that's for the Xbox One graphics. And then you can get Tech uh, Tekken 6, that's for the 360. So if you have Xbox, say Xbox One, you can get both those games. But if you just have the 360 for some reason, you're looking at Tekken 6, which is a good game. You know, it's solid. Yeah. Uh, and then that was it for the first half of the month. So when this podcast comes out, you have a few days still. The second half of the month, you're going to be able to pick up for Xbox One, Telltale's Batman and Lego Star Wars 2. Those are the grabbers right there. To me, those are the best ones. First off, anything Telltale makes is going to be a decent game. Mm-hmm. And Telltale Batman, I still have to try it out, but I will be soon. And then Lego Star Wars. I actually like all the Lego Star Wars. Do you like those Lego Star Wars? Um. Oh, yeah. I played the the Batman one. Oh, the, uh, not the, the, the Star Wars. Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think I played Lego Star Wars. Um, but yeah, the Lego games are all pretty much the same. It's just different. Yeah, they're just uh, fun adventure games. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I like them. Okay, so you guys get those. Uh, then for PlayStation PS Plus this month, you can get Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection. So that includes Uncharted 1 through 3. Pick those up. That comes hot on the heels of them losing the director. So now you can get the now you can get that. The other game you can get for PS Plus is Goat Simulator. Uh, and it's just that. You're a goat and you're mm-hmm. simulating things. That's pretty tight. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's actually pretty fun. All right, let's get into some news. Uh, we have Miss Marvel's casting, and mm-hmm. uh, and it's it, it has been completed essentially, mm-hmm. but we don't know who it will be yet. Uh, Miss Marvel is uh, what's her real name? I forget her real name. Hold on, let me look it up. Is it me, or is there just a lot of Marvel named Marvel? Well, this people? one is specifically a fan of Captain Marvel. Mm. So I mean, anyways, her name is Kamala Khan. That's what it was. So this is from Jeremy Conrad of MCUcosmic.com. Uh, it sounds like Marvel has found their Miss Marvel, no names yet, but it's in the final stages of casting and we might learn uh, who it is soon. Uh, Disney released a casting call back in June 19th, 2018, when they were trying to actually cast uh, Miss Marvel for the movie. But uh, this is what they had said. Uh, uh, Marvel Studios, Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures is now casting a female actress to portray the role of Miss Marvel, a.k.a. Kamala Khan. This character is an American Muslim from Jersey City, New Jersey, and will star in a standalone film, Miss Marvel, to go into production next year. The character will be comic book accurate. Uh, this is from the Disney Casting Call uh, press release. So what we get from this, a couple things. First off, we might be getting a totally brand new actress because it's an open casting call. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Um, this was posted before Captain Marvel even came out. Nice. So that kind of tells you that that was kind of going to be probably tied in with Captain Marvel at one point. And, uh, and it was going to be its own standalone movie. And we're going to get somebody who actually is an American Muslim character. So that would be pretty interesting. Uh, is there anybody you could think of that would be good for this? There's not a lot of actors in that field that we have in yeah, the Western films. Not that I know of. It'll be interesting to see what we can get. Yeah. I'm excited. I like when we take a big budget, like, you know, a Miss Marvel mo- uh, show mm-hmm. and give it to a new actor or actress, yeah. and then we kind of really get to explore that and meet some new people. Yeah. As long as the, you know, the directors and producers are doing their job of, you know, making sure that person, based on their, you know, their history or their previous work, is a good fit for that role, as yeah. long as they do that and 
and uh, you know weed out the the duds, then this can just launch their career. So yeah, that's what's exciting to see as somebody we're not used to, and having a big opportunity like this. As long as it's a success, we don't want to ruin a movie by poorly casting somebody that no, but shouldn't. You, but yeah, if you think of like other projects <laughs> that have taken a chance on new people, think of Kit Harrington for yeah. for that played Jon Snow mm-hmm. or. Uh, you know, Emily Clark, for that example, I'm going all Game of Thrones here, but yeah. Emily Clark played Daenerys. Yeah. Th- that, that was no name casting that later on now Daenerys and Jon Snow are freaking family or household names. Yeah. Uh, so we could be getting that with Miss Marvel. And that's pretty exciting that we might be getting that now. Mm-hmm. I-, I like that it's Disney doing this, that it's a big money maker that's coming out and, you know, going for a brand new casting. That's good. Yeah. Next up, WandaVision is coming early. Uh, WandaVision is the show that's going to be a combination of both uh, the Vi- or, uh, Scarlet Witch and uh, Vision. And it's going to be what they said, a half sitcom, half MCU spectacular. That's from Kevin Feige, the guy, the boss, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, stories are expected to include the formation of a sword and building to Scarlet Witch's participation in the Dark Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm. which is a, which is an upcoming uh, 2021 movie. Okay, so this is this is information is coming from Alyssa Mercanti from Games Radar and Jim Hunter from Screen Rant. I really did some digging on this one because. I want to know more about this. It was expected to come out in 2021, but then Disney put out this Disney Plus promo where they had like all the stuff coming this year mm. and they ended up shoving this in there. So, and then later on tweeted to confirm it. Uh, we're also getting the Falcon and the Winter Soldier show this year. So mm. are you excited to see a show focused on these guys? Remember the half sitcom part. So it might be their daily yeah. daily life. I think, I think it'll be interesting because like we were talking about how um, the Black Widow is more of a spy drama kind of thing. <clears throat> Sorry. I'm more a fan of the sci-fi uh, action adventure kind of you know magic story in it so i'd rather yeah. see the the scarlet witch and how if if they have you know like the forming of sword could have more <clears throat> more of the sci-fi side than yeah, the, yeah. than shield has with the um, defending earth essentially yeah and spies found here villains yeah yeah that's a good point. Yeah, the, the sword part, I'm very excited about that. I do like sword a lot. And we got a little teaser of that earlier on. Um, I think it was in Captain Marvel, actually, with a, tweet, a tease of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. But I wonder how it's going to lead up to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Are they going to be in a different universe? It'll be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I, I Like like uh, we've talked about before, I like that they have these separated kind of realms yeah. in Disney movies and in the Marvel universe. But like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy opened up the whole space exploration and kind of made it, you know, a certain uh, the cosmic, yeah, yeah, like certain standing for how how we look and work in space. So I'm excited to see more of that in the magic, magic realm, yeah, because yeah. it's really the um, Doctor Strange was a really good movie and I loved every, it, yeah. everybody liked it and they kind of set good grounding for what magic looks like and mm-hmm. so it'd be cool to kind of explore that deeper. Yeah, and the way that it leads into it, I wonder if we're going to have this kind of gap after uh, Endgame and the fact that, spoiler for Endgame, if you guys haven't seen that yet, it's only like one of the biggest movies ever. Um, <laughs> but what if we have the sitcom that's kind of like them falling in love and them really submitting the relationship and at some point he says like, I'm going to be out there somewhere or whatever. And so then we have Endgame happen and then we have Doctor Strange come in mm-hmm. and I wonder if she's going to be using this time to search the multiverse for a way to bring back Vision. And this is a way for us to get Vision back mm. after his death in Infinity War. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, Nintendo combines Labo with uh, Pokemon. Now, John, are you familiar with Labo? No, uh, I The didn't. look on your face no, is totally not. Okay, let me explain what Labo is. Mm. Labo is, is not 
it, first off, it has not been very successful for Nintendo, but they keep backing this up. It's pretty nuts. Hmm. What it is is it's like cardboard construction kits that you would make. Oh, well, oh so hold on, you're excited. I, I, I think I know where this is going, and I'm pretty sure I had this this brilliant idea not too long ago on a car ride, and I explained <laughs> it. It must not have been you, but I'm pretty sure I explained it to my wife about how this would be multi million dollar, billion dollar, whatever idea. Uh, but apparently somebody's already doing it. So Nintendo's listening to you. Oh. Okay. So what it is, they have these cardboard construction kits. Mm. Kits. You build different things, say a car. Yeah. And then you were like, let me put my Switch in the car. And all of a sudden, now you can control the car with the Switch. Mm. And there's different things. Oh, but these are like desktop assembled little small. Sometimes they're kind of big. Sometimes they're like oh, okay. kind of heavy. So my idea was like, you w- when someone buys a refrigerator or whatever, the joke's always the kids rather play with the box, oh, right? Oh, you told me about that idea. Yeah, yeah. it's not that. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, these actually do work with the Switch. Yeah. So they become peripherals for the Switch, and then your Joy-Cons become like the motion controls of the box. So like, say if you're, you're doing like, for an example, uh, a forklift. If you were to put the Joy-Cons down on the on the bottom of the box and you move the box up and down, it's like lifting the forklift up, and then the, the Switch will register that and be like, oh, look, you're lifting the forklift up. So then the kid's playing with the box like it's a forklift, and they're seeing it in action. Yeah, for generations, kids haven't liked smart toys, and that's what this looks like. It's just an engineering, <laughs> yeah. engineering thing that'll teach kids that you know yeah. things can be interactive this way. But I don't, I don't know. That doesn't use your imagination very much. It's just yeah. this is you know you putting together, you're building you know like an erector set. Those were well, yeah. those were cool I for a while. I liked erector sets, but yeah, for a lot of kids, it was like mm, nerd. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, so that'd be cool if if it was more than just I don't I don't know why the cardboard thing is such a big thing with those now. Yeah, it's because you could it's cheap and it's interchangeable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like how erector sets were all metal, and you're yeah. actually like engineering. You feel like you're building a you know any and those still exist, but they're just not yeah. under the Nintendo brand. Because then you you make like a race car, like a little yeah. RC car out of it. That that'd be a little funny that you brought that up. They do that now too. So they crossed over with Pokemon. Perfect segue, right. and. uh and this, and what you're gonna be able to do is you're gonna be able to take three different Pokemon, mm-hmm. Pikachu, Eevee, and Bulbasaur, and make them into, and they're all in the design of the free-to-play Pokemon Quest game that's out for the mobile games. Um, so they're like boxing and stuff like that. And you're able to make your Joy Cons into little RC cars. Mm. Yeah, three little RC cars that look like them, and they little race around, and it's cute. That's cool. Uh, this is gonna be released in March. Now here's the trick. This was released by uh, Nintendo Japan, mm-hmm. which of course is the home base for Nintendo. And it will be coming out in a Japanese uh, magazine. I'm looking for the name here. Give me one sec. Called Yochian. Mm-hmm. Forgive me if I'm saying that wrong. Uh, and that'll have the Labo. It'll it'll work with a Labo variety kit. Nintendo Labo variety kit. Mm-hmm. So essentially, it's going to take one of these Labo variety kits and make them into these Pokemon little RC cars. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a combination between the two. This is coming out in the March 2020 issue, guys. So if you guys can get this Yochian, Y-O-C-H-I-E-N magazine, you can get these printouts for yourself. Uh but people are talking about how Nintendo will oftentimes like let people download these for free mm. a couple months afterwards in America. So I like that idea though. First off, it's kind of cool to work with a magazine again. You know? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's kind of neat. I saw the printouts for this too, and I don't know what I dude. I want to frame these and put them on my wall. <laughs> Japanese magazines are awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, they remind me of like what if the technology, like what if the back of the comic books used to sell like crazy stuff, yeah. just kept going? Yeah. <laughs> like what if we had those nowadays with today's there colors? There was no restraint on marketing and it was just <laughs> everything you could fit on a square inch of paper was I on mean, there. You open it up and like my eyes are from all the colors and I'm just, <laughs> I, but I can't stop looking. Right. It's like <laughs> and, eventually magazines are going to turn into pop-up books where certain ads pay extra to pop out at you when you open yeah. the page. And it helps that like I don't understand the language. So it almost looks like it's from Star Wars. Yeah. Because like, it's like, 
you know, I don't understand how that type works and stuff like that. So I'm like, I don't even know which way that word's facing. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's so cool. <laughs> I think it's a vertical banner. That might be a picture. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a tree? I think that's a tree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so check that out, guys. Again, keep an eye out for Nintendo Japan. Uh, these were both, let's see. Yeah. So this is by Mac Dutchen of comicbook.com. You can get the first link to that. But then if you go to nintendojapan.com, they'll have a link to it there as well. So keep an eye out for that. So with those Labo things, can you just like download designs and you you have your little kit that has the motors and the interactive components and you cut out of cardboard the pieces you I need don't even to think there's it? motors involved, honestly. I think it's a lot less, lot simpler than that. How They're always on clearance at like Target and Walmart. How do you make an RC car then? Hmm, that's a good point. There must be motors involved. Some kind of modules, right? Yeah. That, I mean, easy ones that click together. Here's the, here's the kind of cable. That's right. Um, yeah, so... It probably does. I have it. I'll, you know, I'll get, a, I'll get a lab book kit. They're always on clearance, and mm -hmm. I'll try it out. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Okay. Uh, last bit of news we want to talk about, also from uh, Nintendo Japan. Uh, they have John. This is so freaking cool. I want to go to Japan just for it. Mm -hmm. uh, we have gotten some leaked images from Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios. Really? Yes. This Super is Nintendo a World. theme park based off of Mario Brothers, mm -hmm. and uh, the images that we've gotten look like an actual level from Super Mario World. Really? Yeah, with like uh, moving uh, platforms and like boxes that you would hit with as, as Mario. There's even the big thing that everybody's excited about. There's like a stack of Goomba that are moving back and forth with Yoshi up on top. Yeah. And they all look like live action and real and really cool. That's crazy. Is any of this, is this like holographic or? No, they are all live real. props. That's crazy. Yeah, and like bigger than life size. It's a huge mountain. That looks like a level from Super Mario World wow. with the multiple levels and stuff like that. And from all I can tell, because you have to be able to climb this thing, but it's huge because um, the platforms are back and forth. So you could just assume that you're going to be on that those platforms yeah. and jumping down from the platform. I, it has to be live action. Like you could actually be on it. So don't tell OSHA. I don't, <laughs> no. I don't think this place sounds very safe. <laughs> well, that's the thing is it's not. I mean, it's, it's, in, it's Japan. in Universal Studios. So I'm assuming that they have some like regulations, you know, yeah. regulations over it a little bit. But yeah, it looks freaking awesome. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. When's it supposed to open? Uh, we don't have a date yet, but oh, that okay. construction looks like it'll be this year. Really? Because it looks. I'll have to show you the pictures again. The pictures were sneakily taken by Twitter users, <laughs> uh, Naruki and nine six five six Sola. So check those guys out. Um, and then again, Japan Nintendo took those and, and published them again, so you can check those out. Hmm. Um, very cool though. And I'm gonna ask you this question again. One of these pop surprise questions for you. Surprise. I like giving these outlines, so you saw a little bit ahead of time. That's true. But if you were to make a theme park for any content, mm. what would it be off? Oh, gosh. Any content theme park. And you can't say Star Trek Voyager because technically that exists. Technically it does. In Jordan, right? Jordan. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's mm. one of those Northern Africa places, Let's I think. Go check it out. The Prince was actually on the show, so you guys got to research that. It's pretty amazing. One that I think would be, I don't know if it's enough to make an entire theme park, maybe a section of a theme park, though, it would be Adventure Time. Oh, that was fun. It's so creative. It kind of be like um, Cartoon Town is in Disneyland. It could just be a Cartoon Network theme park. Yeah, there you go. That would be really cool. Because Dexter's Lab would be fun too. Yeah. Um, what's the other one? Uh, Rick and Morty is Cartoon Network, isn't it? Adult Swim. Oh, okay. But no, I mean, you kind of- Make an Adult Swim section. A, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the California Adventures of- There you um, go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And then they could have like a, a boomerang area too, where it's like the Flintstones and Jetsons yeah. and stuff too. Yeah, that'd be cool. Dang, Joe, that's a Money good idea. Maker. What about you? Well, what now I'm thinking. Think? I, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of, yeah. Uh, okay, so let's see. Yeah, man, you, you got me with that. Uh, looking at video game ones, Blizzard World. So in Overwatch, there's a oh, level called yeah. Blizzard World. 
That'd be tight. And it's phenomenal. And I just want to be, I was actually at the BlizzCon when they were announcing it. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing the way they let it up. They did not mention the fact that it was an Overwatch level and they kind of messed up doing that. Because yeah. then like, there's a theme park across, because it's all takes place across from Disneyland. It's a theme park across the street, guys, and we're going to do the same thing. And then everybody's just like blowing up like, you guys are doing a Blizzard theme park? Oh my God, everybody's going nuts. Like, and here it is in Overwatch. Like, oh, well, that's cool and all, but you guys just totally blue balled. That's like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this is, uh, I would like to see that. And what's cool is with the in-game theme park, there's little secrets. I was just telling you about this. Me and Squeaks were trying to not get shot mm-hmm. and check out this poster of, um, I think Mike Morham, one of the first uh, founders of Blizzard, mm-hmm. if you walk right up to the poster, he does a speech about StarCraft, mm-hmm. which is like, ah, so cool. But yeah, that would be a really cool world because there's all kinds of rides there. And then even in the game, it shows those rides. I mean, everything. Yeah. I'm thinking of like hanging out in a World of Warcraft tavern, like just swigging be beers cool. and then like you have like orc cosplay around you. And you know, they'd have to have like LARP arenas or, yeah. you know, places just for it. Battlegrounds, like, battle like ground, you queue yeah. up for battlegrounds. Yeah, oh, it's so cool, That'd dude. At BlizzCon, they have like this whole section that's like you're all at a uh, Hearthstone Tavern, which is a World of Warcraft tavern. Yeah, and we had a couple beers there, and it was so cool because you actually got to sit there and play Hearthstone with the guys who made the game. The devs yeah. were there to play anybody who wants to walk up and play. That's crazy. Like, man, I love Blizzard. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't care about any of their faults. They're so awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I would have to say Blizzard World. Ah, That'd be cool. Moneymaker right there. No. All right, next up, we're going to be going over our favorite upcoming shows. Nice. All right, so for upcoming shows, we've got a couple here. I'm going to be naming them off. Uh, but first, is there any shows in particular that you're really excited for? I'm excited for Picard. I think it's in two and a half, three weeks. Am I at? So close. Yeah, it's January 23rd. Um, there's a show, I just, I was just Googling, found a few different ones, but, um, I don't know when, uh, yeah, I didn't write down when this is coming out. There's a show called Hunters that sounded kind of interesting. Yeah, it's on my list. Okay. It's got uh, Al Pacino in it. He's hunting down Nazis that are in New York City in the seventies. Yeah. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. It's, uh, just reading it, I was like, wow, that kind of sounds, sounds cool. Yeah. Um, Avatar The Last Airbender, they're still working on the, uh, or they started production in 2019. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just... Wrapping up casting right now. Oh, yeah. Well, they're they're going to be shooting soon in February. Okay. I was yeah. just watching some updates on that right now. Or this so morning. That was a Netflix. Netflix one, right? owns that. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I kept thinking that was going to be an Amazon one as well. Um, and we'll do a special episode when that gets actually going. We'll yeah. do a special episode Once all about the production things. of that, and then we'll probably do a, every episode mm-hmm. review for that because that's like, oof, that's high up there. Huge. That's like if they brought back Star Trek Voyager yeah. or something crazy like that. And the only other one I wrote down was Lord of the Rings. I'm sure we'll talk about that too. Uh, but that's yeah, not going to be. We don't know if that's this year though. Yeah, it looks like it's still 2021. Yeah. So I try to be ones. I try to do ones that we knew for <clears> sure were coming this year. Yeah. So if so. you want to know more about where that's at, nme.com has a whole bunch about the Lord of the Rings. What was it again? I don't have that written down. Nme. Nm. Nancy Mary Elizabeth. Dot com. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure that's not the standard alphanumeric. We'll check it out. All right, so let's go ahead. Uh, we got Falcon and, Falcon and the Winter Soldiers show coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be on Disney+. Plus. Uh, this will be the first Marvel series coming to Disney+. Plus. Rumors say it'll follow Falcon learning how to be like the Captain America replacement mm-hmm. after the events of Endgame against Spoiler Alert. Nice. Uh, we have Hunters. That's on Amazon again. We've talked about that. Al Pacino hunting down zombies in the 70s. Sounds awesome. Zombies? Zombies. Nazis. Nazis, okay. I'm like, that's a very different show than what I thought. Zombie Nazis. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we also have Space Force is coming to Netflix. It's inspired by the recently created Space Force. 
Uh, yada, yada, yada. Basically, it's going to be The Office in Space. Hmm. And it's actually created by the guys who made Office, including Steve Carell. Michael really? Scott's coming back for it. Oh, that's cool. He's yeah. going to be on it? Or just a... Uh... Both. Oh, okay. He actually is, is a creator and is going to be on it. Oh, that should be funny. Yeah. Yeah. When's that come out? Uh, we don't have a date yet for okay. that. It should be mm-hmm. this year, though. Might it's supposed to be this year. Definitely got to check that one out. Oh, yeah. I mean, Netflix, you know. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek Picard. One thing I like is we, I've noticed we have a lot of space-themed ones, and I think it's because of the success of Discovery. Yeah. And people don't understand that. People are like, yeah, but isn't that one stupid? Like, no, first off, it's very good. Yeah. And second off, it's good enough to inspire new stuff. And Orville yeah. as well. Both of them have been yeah. doing really well with their fans. Yeah. Enough for some new space stuff. Enough to up. let the producers know that, hey, this stuff can sell if we just make good content. Let's yeah. keep trying. Because I have a, f- a few space ones up here. So we have the Picard coming up too. Yeah. Um, that's going to be on January 23rd, CBS All Access. Mm-hmm. Uh, it follows Jean-Luc Picard after 20 years. Um, so or, oh, hold on. Uh, the drama takes place 20 years after Picard was last seen on Star Trek Nemesis in mm-hmm. 2002. Oh. So I wanted to make sure that like Nemesis is the last time we saw him. Uh, the next one. Now, this one I haven't heard about before, mm-hmm. but I'm really excited about it. I think it's HBO Max is coming to. It's called Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with HP Lovecraft? No. Okay. Cthulhu? No, you've heard of Cthulhu? Okay. Uh, here, I'm going to read the whole thing. I got some of these notes from, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the internet. <laughs> the internet. <laughs> I usually put the resource. I don't have the source for this one. Uh, there's some serious creative firepower behind the, this new series, HBO series. The executive producers are Geek Overlords Jordan Peele mm-hmm. from Get Out and Us, and J.J. Abrams from the really? new Star Wars. Right, those two wow, working together. Yeah, that's, that's some uh, fighting power right there. <laughs> it's a story of Korean War veteran Atticus Black as he travels across the 1950s America, encountering cosmic monstrosities torn from the cracked imaginations of horror writer H.P. Lovecraft as well as the true life terrors of racism. It promises to be one hell of a road trip. So is it sci-fi monstrosities or is this like real life depressing the world sucks stuff? Both. Really? Yes. Hmm, And H.P. Lovecraft, while he himself is very racist, his (laughs) creations are, I mean, they're inspiring game or World of Warcraft is doing a lot of their game based off of them. him. Uh, any tentacle monster from space mm-hmm. you've ever seen? It's because of H.P. Lovecraft's ideas. Really? Yeah, he has written like lore about this stuff that goes thick. It's a real crazy. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. So I'm excited for that. It's something I haven't thought about before. And those two are Jordan Peele and J.J. Abrams. I mean, you just you know it's going to be good. Yeah. Next up, coming February 7th to Netflix is Lock and Key. Mm-hmm. It's about three siblings discovering that their ancestral home in Massachusetts is a demon haunted portal to an extra dimensional weirdness. Uh, this is the third attempt to, to adapt this from the comic book series. Mm-hmm. I think it was Amazon and Hulu they had at first. So Netflix is now giving it a try. I haven't read the comic books before, but I hear really good things. And I'm going to have to pick up the comic book and check it out. There's a series of them. Yeah. But yeah. So that sounds pretty cool. Next up, did you ever watch uh, One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest? Like a long time ago. How'd you like it? I'm, I'm sure it was good. <laughs> I was <laughs> probably like 12 years old when I seen it. Do you remember who the villain was? Uh, No. Nurse Ratchet. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Crazy nurse. Yeah. Uh, right. So I remember. I remember the Native American guy. This is the main main thing. Yeah. That he was just like. Danny DeVito's in that movie too. Really? <laughs> yeah. He's like just that. some like crazy dude inside. Hmm, he's pretty good for that. Yeah. I just loved it. I think it was Danny DeVito's first movie, if I'm not mistaken. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'll have to check. Anyways, so yeah, Nurse Ratchet was a villain. She's getting her own show. It's the origin of Nurse Ratchet with her just being crazy nurse. Oh, yeah. That's I seen I, I in my. 
Googling, I did see something come up saying Ratchet, and I was like, ah, that looks scary. I'm not going to watch that. This is created <laughs> by Ryan Murphy, the guy who made American Horror Story. Uh-huh. It's coming to Netflix, and it begins in 1947, and it's going to be charting the career uh, journey that had made the uh, um, the authority figure of your nightmare. So mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be following her, probably like torturing patients throughout yeah. her career and stuff like that. Wow. Her moving up the ranks, it'll be pretty nuts. That's the actress crazy. they got for it too, I'm like, that is so Nurse Ratchet when she was younger. Is she from anything else? Uh, is she well-known? I, I don't think she's well-known, but she looks mm-hmm. like a young Nurse Ratchet. Is what yeah. I liked. Yeah. Right. yeah, she looks crazy. That mm-hmm. looks good. Uh, this one nobody's talking about, and I'm so excited for it. It's called Avenue 5, coming to HBO, regular HBO, not HBO Max, mm-hmm. January 19th, like a week from now. Yeah. It's got Hugh Laurie, Dr. House. Yeah. Right. Uh, he plays Ryan Clark and he's like this so, you know, suave captain, whatever, of a tourist spaceship. Hmm. Okay. And so think of the spaceship from Wally, but yeah. everybody didn't gain a lot of weight. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like the first year when it launched. Gotcha. They're cruising around and like a bunch of shit keeps going wrong on the ship. Mm. So and the reason I'm so excited about this is it's made by the guys who did Veep. Mm. It's all Veep crew on this. Nice. Okay. So it should be a fun kind of comedy, right? But yeah, it'll like be a fun a comedy. Yeah, dramatic comedy. Yeah, yeah, it might be. Yeah, it might have some. It's probably going to have some hintings to the 2020s election stuff because mm. that's going to be the same time. Yeah. But you know, it's going to be really tight writing. Veep's mm. writing is insanely tight, and you know, it's going to be fun. And I like the idea of just like this cruise ship, and it's going to be told from. I think it's going to have some other perspective perspective of the crew or of the uh, passengers. But a lot of it will be from the crew members. Yeah. And we've always talked about every time you and me have gone on a cruise, like, mm-hmm. I want to see a show about the people working on a cruise ship. Yeah. It's just like, It might you know, be too depressing, though. Well, <laughs> that's, probably part, that's probably why nobody writes it. I want to see the drama, not necessarily yeah. like, oh, that's these working conditions are terrible, yeah. which they'll probably do a little bit of that. But yeah. like, you know. Show I, the good side. There's like four people that sleep in one room on cruise ships. You guys don't probably know that, but yeah. it's freaking nuts. It's really rough down there. But that would really create great sitcom situations. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, is, yeah, Sal- is Sally sleeping with Jeremy? Yeah, it's right there. They're in the same room. <laughs> yeah, a sock on the door and four people sleeping in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that'll be pretty interesting. And that's that's uh, Hugh Laurie uh, starting in that. So you know that's going to be good. Mm-hmm. And then we have a couple new seasons starting up. So those are all new series. We've got new seasons starting up too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Mandalorian season two coming in fall. Whoop, whoop. Yep. Uh, and then we have The Boys coming into Amazon. That'll be in the summer. And I then still we have, haven't watched that yet. Oh, you, you really should. It's really good. Yeah. And then Westworld season three. Yeah, that looks good. Please save Westworld. Yeah. Don't mess it up anymore. All right. We have just uh, Jesse Pinkman from... Um, oh, yeah. I can't remember his name. It's Aaron Paul, real life, actually. From, from Breaking Bad. That's it, yeah. There you go. I'm going to have to edit down the space in between those. And I'm going to leave in the part where I'm explaining that I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Take out... Two minutes to make up for the <laughs> yeah. rest of it. All right, guys. So those are some of the new TV shows coming up, and I'm pretty excited about those. Uh, any of those interest you that I, that I had uh, introduced you to? All of them. All of them. Sound good? <laughs> I can't remember the stuff we just talked about. Oh my god! I swear. Uh, yeah, it's I not know. like you don't have a notepad in front of you like that. You oh know? yeah, I don't sit here and write down everything that you're saying. <laughs> that would take forever. Um, All right. <laughs> yeah. One of them that we were talking about coming to Netflix. So I was like, oh yeah, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, that one. Space Force probably. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That that sounds really fun. Avenue Five, I think, is the one I'm. Avenue Five, probably that Lovecraft one, Lovecraft Country. Why do you think it's called Avenue Five? Dude, I don't know. I'm excited to learn why. Okay. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Never mind. It's so close. It's just like a week away too. I'm really excited yeah. about that. It's really so like cool. you're saying, it might have uh, political stuff in it. That might be a political joke. Yeah. And shooting somebody on Fifth Avenue. It's a com- oh, common expression. Shoot. Yeah. That's, I don't know. Dude, you might be right. Uh, yeah, you might be right. Because they're on a spaceship. I don't think there's streets, but. No, yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's the name of the, actually, I think it's the name of the ship. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Hmm. It's the reason I'm keeping HBO right now. Yeah. Is for that? Yeah. There you go. All right, so we're going to be talking about the games we're looking forward to this year. Off the top of your head, any games you're thinking of you're looking forward to? Mm, no, nah, right now I'm just playing Overwatch. Continue so whenever, to play Overwatch. Whenever yeah. Overwatch 2 comes out, play yeah. that. <laughs> Which probably won't be this year. It'll, we'll probably get some more details on it next year. Probably the big, big part of BlizzCon next year is announcing the date and stuff like that. Nice. So uh, I got some of the descriptions from Polygon.com, a really good website. And these are some of the games I'm really looking forward to. 12 Minutes. It's an indie game that I'm really looking forward to. And what it is is... Let me explain kind of what this is. Mm. A man opens his door, opens his front door and finds a cop. The cop beats the man to death and accuses the man's wife of murder. Now rewind that by 12 minutes and try it again. That's an episode of uh, Black Mirror. Is it? Have Which you, one? The the lady with the record, the camera. So a lady has an old school like yeah. camcorder. You'd record a kid's baseball game, whatever. And she's taking her son to college for the first time. And she's all nervous because her son's never been away from home and all this stuff. And she keeps getting pulled over by this same cop. I don't remember and this. Every time, every scenario, somehow her son is dead at the end of it. So she, she, the first time she accidentally hit it, rewound, rewound the tape recorder, rewound time. Hmm. So she went back to the, the same morning and she wakes up and she's all confused, but lives through it over and over again. Every time she keeps finding a different way. It's like Groundhog Day. Yeah, 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 find, that's, yeah. But she's trying to find a different way to, uh, to get around it. So like eventually she's like, See, they see the cop at the diner earlier that day too. So she like approaches him like, "Hey, you know, how are you?" and try to be real friendly, buy him pie, and try to just be real nice. And even then, he follows her out okay. to the car like, "Hey, uh, I need to see the registration on that car. Did you steal it?" and all this stuff, and always ends up starting a problem and and killing. I think the I do remember that part. Yeah, such a good episode. You sure that was Black Mirror? I'm pretty sure it was Black Mirror. Oh, maybe it was Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone. I think it was oh, Twilight Zone. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. But yeah, so that's this game, you're going to be living that. And you're, yeah. you got 12 minutes to try to figure out, okay, how do I stop this from happening? Mm. And it's crazy because they've shown in the trailer like different scenarios and like, dude, how'd you even get to that? Like, how did you get to the part where the cop is jumping at the window and everything? like, it's freaking nuts. Yeah. So uh, I'm really excited to try that. It's a little indie game. And those, I, I've, last year, like one of my resolutions, the reason we did freebie games is I wanted to try out more indie games, mm. smaller developers. And uh, really got to enjoy some of the big staples out there. So yeah. I'm hoping this will be a new one. That sounds fun, but I'm also worried if it has any kind of like social backlash. Like, are people going to start threatening cops when they knock on the door now kind of thing? Well, no, I think there's just corrupt cop. Yeah. Uh, corrupt cops have, you know, corrupt cops have existed in movies and TV shows forever. Yeah. You know, it's not like it's just something that's always been around. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever. <laughs> don't, don't bring down my game job. Okay? All right. All right. Uh, next up, this one we've waited for a long time, guys. Cyberpunk uh, 2077. It's a first-person game set in the uh, future mega city, run by various factions of militarized corporations and criminal gangs. It starts. Um, I'm sorry. It stars a class-based uh, customization mercenary with uh, upgradable combat abilities. This was first announced back in 2013. Mm. They've been working on it since then. Uh, one big thing I'm really excited about this is they talked about how the game's going to be going vertical. Mm. So. You you know it's like think of think of like a big Grand Theft Auto but it's first person so think almost yeah. like Far Cry, but it's in a big city and you can go up in the city like the the yeah. height of the buildings matters and stuff. The uh, what is that movie? Oh, like Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. Yeah, I'm thinking it's like those mega blocks, those big yeah. cities where they yeah everything's like the wealthy people live up in the higher levels and they just hel helicopter to from building to building. And cybernetics is a big part of this too. So where people are like upgrading themselves and stuff like that. So it'll yeah. be interesting how so how that changes boss design. And wonder so. if it'll play a little bit like uh crackdown where you can yeah. build the, yourself the factions up and reminds jump me of higher. That. Yeah. Yeah. That'd that be sounds interesting. cool. 
Uh, Doom Eternal, this is a follow-up of the last Doom game that came out in 2016. Uh, this one, we have the Doom Slayer returning to, hu to, to Earth to try to save the human race uh, from the monstrous horde. Uh, it includes uh, an invasion mode, which will allow players to enter someone else's game as a playable demon and then try to mess with them. That's, that's going to be an update that comes out after the game starts. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I so think that's neat. So anybody else will just be online playing and you can like try to jump in their game as an enemy? An attack. From what I've seen, yeah, you're you're playing your game and you're just like, oh yeah, it's fun. Also, like, man, this game's a little extra hard. And yeah. It's because of somebody else's. It's Kenny seventy six logged in. Yeah, <laughs> trying to kill you. So I might buy this game just to mess with Squeaks because Squeaks loves Doom games. Good idea. And so I'll be just the demon that's like behind him, like mm. trying to fart him or something fun. Nice. Let's just see. That's cool. <laughs> I'll stream that. Uh, that's coming out March twentieth. And again, the update's gonna be right afterwards, so it's not gonna be that update's gonna be right away. Mm. The next one, I'm not looking forward to, but I know everybody else is. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh oh. Yeah. So Final Fantasy VII is a staple of gaming, and mm -hmm. it's probably the best Final Fantasy in the world, or ever. Uh, they have the remake, and they put in so much time for this thing. Uh, we finally have the first release coming out on March 3rd. The reason I'm not excited about it is they're going to do episodic. Mm -hmm. So instead of just releasing the game that they promised a long time ago, they're going to be releasing bits and pieces at a time, and you buy each one. Yeah. Just trying to milk money out of people. Yeah, so dumb. Like. Yeah. And if you're something like Telltale Games or a smaller game, that's fine. But this game we've been waiting for forever. Yeah. So it's kind of annoying. Uh, okay, so although based on one of the greatest RPGs of all time, Final Fantasy VII Remake features much that, that's new, including a full graphical remake and a real-time combat system, though a classic turn-based system will be available. It's being released in episodes starting March 3rd on the PlayStation 4. So, I do like the fact that you can kind of play either way, the old-school yeah. way or the new way. Yeah. Probably doesn't cost them a lot to give you that option, too. Yeah, but I wonder how it changes how easy it is to get achievements. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Or trophies for PlayStation fans. Yeah. Next, we have Gear Tactics. It's a single-player game that uh, takes place 12 years before the original Gears of War, set in the early parts of the Locust War. The top-down game features a character-based story as well as a first-person action cutaways. This is coming out April 27th. What I like is I'm not a big fan. I like the Gears of War world. I just mm. don't like Gears of War games. Mm. So this is a Gears of War game that's not in the, that's in that world, not that play style. Yeah. That'd be cool. And it, it, isn't this like their fourth game? Isn't that three? Oh no, this is um, this would be like their seventh, I think. What really? Yeah. Oh god. Because I think there's like Gears Five, but there are two other spin-offs, I think. Oh okay, okay. Yeah, they got like a Funko Pop one, and they got the uh, maybe this is the sixth. A Funko Pop game? Yeah. That's yeah. Squeaks trying to get me on on it. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, and it's Gears Funko Pop. Like it's the two of them together. It's weird. Yeah. Next we have Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, set in the open world of medieval Japan, it's a third-person stealth combat game featuring samurai-era uh, weapons, as well as fancier gadgets like smoke bombs and flaming projectiles. It's due out on the PlayStation 4 in summer uh, this summer. This game is stunning. Yeah. Oh my God, it's gorgeous, man. Just the way they describe it, it sounds like the um, Assassin's Creed, but you know, in in Japan. Yeah. And cool. I think it is going to be a little bit like that. And man, it's just. Every time you, you see a new trailer for it, you're like, I can just watch this as a movie. Yeah. I want to be in this world. It's always gorgeous. They always use very rich colors. Mm -hmm. uh, they're using the full palette. This game looks stunning. I really oh, can't wait for this. You're going to find yourself just sitting on a rooftop watching the sunset. And that happens sometimes, <laughs> man, honestly. <laughs> Every Bethesda game gets me doing that where I'm like, man, this place is just neat, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. Next up is Half-Life Alex. This is going to be taking place between Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2. Mm -hmm. uh, the reason I'm excited for this game, first, there's two reasons, actually. It's coming March 2020, and it's going to be the first game that Valve is focusing on VR. So it's going to be like a game that they're actually making for VR. Nice. And we need to get more 
we need to get more big companies doing that so that we can really test what VR can do. Yeah. If people like it, cool. If they don't, that's fine. But yeah. we need to actually flesh it out and see what it'll be like. I think that I, I think uh, Valve is the perfect one to do that with too because I didn't play Half-Life, but like playing Portals, that'd be a perfect game to have <sighs> VR in. Imagine how- How amazing that would be. But when you get yourself in a Portal loop, imagine how sick you'd make yourself yeah. in VR. Well, even just the falling, like, yeah. oh, that's right. The, the boots stop you from uh, dying. No, that's right. But yeah, I definitely want to try Half-Life then so we can- yeah. If we can encourage them to keep making games with uh, VR, it'd be awesome to get to a portal. Yeah, that'd be cool. The other reason I'm excited about this is maybe it'll re-spark life into Half-Life. Yeah. Because everybody's waiting for Half-Life 3. Mm-hmm. It ended up on a cliffhanger. It's time we finished that up. And I hate to be so basic, John, but mm-hmm. I'm easily the most excited for Halo Infinite. Oh, yeah. Oh, a new Halo game. Ha- have you heard much about the gameplay or what it's going to look like? We know it's open world now. Okay. So it's like, oh, wow, that's exactly what I wanted. I love in Halo 3 mm-hmm. when they really let you kind of spread things out a little bit and you got a lot more to explore in. Yeah. That was awesome. So now we're getting a lot more of that. So Microsoft Series X console launch uh, launches next fall and will arrive alongside with Master Chief. Halo Infinite takes place after Master Chief's Chief has been asleep and his forces have already lost the war. Developer 343 Industries promises an emphasis on open exploration which we're uh, guessing will take advantage of Series X's much vaunted cap- uh, capabilities. Mm. I mean, I'm buying a Series X, man. <laughs> yeah, I probably have to do that too. I put the challenge up to Squeaks. Mm-hmm. It's out there. What's that? If he wants to have an episode where me and him debate Xbox versus PlayStation, and then we let the fans vote on yeah. who is, who what that's, we both buy. That's ballsy. <laughs> I'm down to do that. I'll, yeah. I'll go Sony. I'm an Xbox man. Mm-hmm. If he's willing to go Xbox, the fans say so. Yeah. He has de- he has declined me. If you guys go at Martin something or other, <laughs> I forget what it is, but check it out through our Twitter and get him to go for it. Maybe he'll eventually switch over to my side. I'm going to keep trying to convince him. we got some time. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. So this, we're expecting, I mean, it's open world, but is it going to be like an MMO? Or are you going to be in this big map by yourself? No, I think it's, I think it's single player, but it's going to be exploration based in the fact that you can kind of like, yeah, like, I wonder if you pick up missions, like side missions yeah. anywhere play like like grand theft auto and stuff where you're in a oh, man. big map and you could just go wherever but you can also follow the missions and... i'm so happy it's on a halo again yeah like that's so cool i just because even back in halo one when you used to look up and see the skybox it was just a continuing of the ring yeah that's like a that's like a staple memory for me in, yeah. in gaming you know so the fact that we're back at one of those is really cool but i'd like to see something where um I, i'm sure you can play with a few friends can log on or whatever but it'd be cool if it was an MMO or, I don't know, you can play with more friends. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder if there's a way to join the other person's friend. Uh, well, we, we've always done that. You and me have always done yeah, every, every new Halo. We go two players, we go through the campaign. Yeah. But yeah, I wonder if you could just hop in on somebody else's who's already in a mission, not just like, hey, let's play this mission together. I just live in the same world. Like, play yeah. in the same world. I don't want to Fallout 76, if that's what they're trying to do, though. Oh, I don't know. I never played that thing. Good. Yeah, I don't. It's <laughs> not worth it. <laughs> Uh, we have The Last of Us Part 2. This is set five years after the events of Last of Us Part 1. And it's a big showing for PlayStation. It's coming to PS4 on May 20th. I mean, this is like one of those. It's like Halo. If you're if you're a Sony fan, you're buying this game. Mm. You, you'd be crazy not to. Uh, I wish I had more to say about it. It's just going to be <laughs> it. Everybody's yeah. going to purchase it. <laughs> you're crazy yeah. not to, yeah. Hmm. Uh, the other game I'm looking forward to, Marvel Avengers. Uh, this is going to be an action, uh, action-adventure game. It takes place in San Francisco after an attack. You're playing as the Avengers. You're going to be playing as Thor, Iron Man, Hulk, Captain America, and Black Widow. And you'll be taking turns, like, rotating from each one of them. Mm-hmm. That's coming out May 15th. 
So it's going to be just a regular action, action adventure game where you're playing as characters. Yeah. I'm hoping this is good, but we have had an Iron Man game in the past that's real, real bad. Yeah, it scares me when you take a big, well-known, super easy moneymaker like that and you put it on a game because if it has if it has the funding behind it and stuff, it could be a great game. Hopefully it is, but chances are somebody's just stamping the, the visuals of a easy-to-market uh, characters, putting them on a simple game. And they just know it's going to sell like crazy because grandma wants to buy the grandkids the Marvel yeah. game. I think they'll definitely rake in that money. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but one thing I want to make sure to point out is this is not based off the MCU. It's based mm-hmm. off of Avengers from the comic books. Oh, that's going to change things. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's actually going to be like new characters, essentially, that are Marvel Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm interested to see that. New actors and everything like that portraying them. Maybe that'll be a way to... Is This, this is um, under Disney's umbrella, right? Well, in the fact that they own Marvel, yeah. So yeah, it's not like Disney Games making it. Oh, they must have just like sold the rights to. Use yeah, I think this. Square Enix is the one making it actually. So this might be a good way for them to kind of flesh out a couple characters and see if if players uh, like them and relate to them good enough to bring them into a new movie or something. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see what this could do for the movies. Yeah. All right, uh, we got some more. Here we go. Now this, this is the surprise excitement for me. Everybody else is gonna be like, "Why would you be excited for this?" I'm super excited for this. What's that? Microsoft Flight Simulator. Light simulator? Flight simulator. Oh, flight. Oh, oh, oh. The reason I'm excited for this thing, okay, this is the 11th <clears throat> entry into the series. They've been making them since 1979. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, right? Uh, it's the one where you fly like a shuttlecraft, right? Like a spaceship? No, you can fly planes. Oh, oh, oh. It's literally where you take off as a plane, you fly uh-huh. around, and you have to try to land it. and oh. It's just simulating a person flying a plane. The reason I'm excited for this one above all the other ones mm-hmm. is it's using the Bing maps and the Azure cloud to recreate the entire planet. That's tight. You could take off from any airport, yeah. land anywhere, and if you want to fly from California to New York, it's going to take about five hours. That's tight. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is a total of, so it's the planets, you know, it's a total of 197 million square miles that you're going to be able to land, of land and water, more than 2 million cities, and over 40,000 individual airports. Isn't that freaking cool? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's huge. I wonder what you would see when you're so it's using the maps or satellites so i wonder if everything will be on that like if you fly over air force one or yeah. i mean not uh, air, air 51, 51. Yeah. yeah or like when you fly into the airport is there going to be other planes in that airport or is that all going to be deleted and you're just flying into like a, like you would a video game i think they'll be like planes. no i've seen npc ships flying uh cruising around like on the um water so i'm assuming there's gonna be like npcs oh okay that'll make it feel real yeah, but I mean, like, do you have to intentionally, you know, erase, edit the terrain to not have the other obje- uh, obstacles in your way? You know, I mean, if you're if you're using the Bing Maps to show the Sacramento Airport, you have to show that there's oh, no yeah, planes no. there to crash into. I think that they just got the map, uh, like at one shot, not necessarily like oh, always not a live. live. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, that's cool too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not as cool, but yeah. I wanted to fly over to see how the traffic's going to be. Yeah. Today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna fly over work and see if I should go in there. <laughs> yeah. But I'm excited for this because uh, first off, this the, everything looks stunning on it. it looks very nice, mm. and uh, I like that idea of like, okay, guys, I'm because same thing. I'll do the same thing with like civilization where I'm just like I'm gonna try to like live a perfect civilization where we really thrive for a culture or whatever. Because I'm experimenting, mm. so I can't wait to try this game out and be like, I'm gonna try to fly around the world. And so you have to actually like plot out. I'm gonna land in this airport. Yeah, you know, it's a maybe a mom and pop's airport. I'm taking a little, you know. Single single wing or whatever, you know, you could really yeah. kind of experiment with this. So you see the challenge of flying in it is that what you like out of it, right? Well, yeah, and I, I actually enjoy flying myself, yeah. but uh, but yeah, the challenge is, and, and the fact that it's super realistic, like yeah. you have you have all the little uh, uh, 
meters and stuff like that on your dashboard, and that's how you're, you're guiding your, your plane. It's not like just a up, down, left, right. Yeah. You actually have to guide all the little things. I think the best part of that, the cool, coolest part of this would be being able to explore the, the planet. Like if yeah. you want to see what, you know, Eastern India looks like, you hop on a plane and you're flying over the actual. I can't wait for that. Yeah. You can look at it on your phone right now. Think about a Google great Maps, game for VR. But, <laughs> <I> yeah. Mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Will it be in VR? Oh, yeah. I don't know oh. if it will be VR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, oh my God, John, I've seen online where people build their entire rooms for this game. Really? Yeah. So oh. you have like monitors that like bend upwards and stuff like that. Wow. Like it's a tire cockpit. They got all the controls and like that, like a real cockpit. Dedication. That's for the earlier ones. This one will definitely have all that. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. That'd be pretty neat. <sighs> I know. It's, it's such a weird game for me to be so excited about, but it's like top three games I'm excited for this year. Nice. Uh, we have Minecraft Dungeons coming up. Now this is made by... Uh, uh, Mojang as well, same mm -hmm. guys that did it. And it's gonna be like a Diablo style adventure game where you're going or a dungeon crawler. You go through dungeons and you're trying to clear things. You have your friends with you this whole time, mm -hmm. uh, or you can play by yourself too if you want to. And you're just gonna be looting and upgrading gears and fighting different monsters. They have like modified creepers and stuff like that. Like, oh, when that creeper blows up, he spills lava everywhere. Or that one has you know stuff yeah. like that. And it's coming into everything: Mac, Nintendo, Xbox One, and stuff like that. But I'm happy for this just because Minecraft's spreading their wings a little bit it's about time they start doing that yeah it's cool i'm sure it'll make them a lot of money but i don't think i'll I, if i do play it i'm not gonna like you know uh hold my breath for it or anything i'm sure it will be a fun game but it's not going to be the same as minecraft as you know an open world sandbox game where you can build anything and do anything and just survive yeah it's gonna have a certain storyline you have to follow and yeah i'm sure like the the Telltale Games one was was cool, but it's not the same game at all. It's no, totally, no, no. it's just using Minecraft looking skins over. See, the difference is game. that Telltale Games was made by Telltale. Yeah, this was actually made by Mojang. Yeah, but I'm sure. I mean, yeah, and it'll probably play mechanics will all be the same, but you're gonna be in a story. Yeah, right? yeah, I'll so probably have some story, story. Following a path. Yeah, I don't. I'm excited. I'm excited because I like it, the, it. Does look cool. I, I like know. the idea of combining those two. Of yeah. having your open world sandbox that has missions mm. in it. Do both. Combine them. That'd I wonder if they'd cool. ever try that. Yeah. Oh, boy, that might mess up Minecraft. It'd have to be a story mode. Like, it'd have to be like a separate game, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I don't know. I'll try it out. And I like you know, I like how like we can get on a server and have whatever friends we want, but it'd be nice to to be able to like pop in and out of different servers, mm -hmm. different worlds, and bring your stuff with you and, you know, like a... Uh, yeah, like multiple multiverse where you can just go visit other worlds and see what other people have built yeah. and then go back to your own with your same character. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and kind of go pick it up a little bit with these other games here because they're okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got New World. Uh, this is actually Amazon Game Studios' first big game. Uh, it's going to be a, ma a massive multiplayer game. Uh, essentially, it's a survival game where you land on an island and it's like in the, I want to say like, I want to say probably early 1700s mm. level era. I want to say it's about that. Um, and yeah, it's got base building craft. So think of Ark. That's what I was just going to say. It sounds yeah. a lot like it's going to be Ark just, you know, 8 million years in the future or something. Is it, uh, yeah. Well, so it'll be Ark minus the dinosaurs and Future Tech, uh, which is oh, like yeah, the best Ark version of both. Ark. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ark is confusing. <laughs> yeah. So Ark in like the 1700s, right? But yeah. you're still trying to build and survive and fight other people on yeah. this open map. And it's Amazon's first game. Hopefully they do well. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt us to have more game studios, so that's cool. Yeah. Uh, the Red Lantern. This is from uh, Timberline Studio. And it's the, um, let's see, it's coming to the Switch and Xbox One. It's a survival story of a woman who enters the Iditarod, which is the dog sled race up north. Oh, yeah. You know, 
and uh, and she ends up having to try to survive the obstacles and like there's a bear attack. So, mm -hmm. so it's basically you're playing a survival game while you're trying to be in the Iditarod. So it's this harsh, uh, and I've played other games that take place up there too, mm -hmm. and it just ratches everything up because yeah. you have to worry about the cold food yeah and keep now this you have to worry about dogs yeah. too keep your dogs alive and try to keep moving and you know yeah. stop and set up camp and make shelter those those create good stories out of just you know trying to survive and the different things you come across so i'm excited for that too That's that, cool. it's you know red lantern so check that out guys uh, we have the resident uh, evil 3 remake they're gonna do the same treatment they did for number two to three so everybody's gonna be playing that one for sure uh this one also comes with a one versus four multiplayer game uh, called Resident Evil Resistance, and that's coming out April 3rd on PS4, Windows PC, and Xbox One. We have Skull and Bones. That is a, uh, it's basically using the Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag mm -hmm. ship fighting and making a game out of it. It's nice. so using that engine, and that is awesome because I love that game, and that one's coming out pretty soon. All right, we got a couple more here. We got Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Quarantine. Mm -hmm. Now, Ra Rainbow Six uh, Siege has become a very good game. It started out bad. It's become a very good game. And one of the play modes called Outbreak, uh, the events, was so popular they decided to make it its own game. So if you guys have ever played Siege and you liked Outbreak event, they're making their own game called Quarantine. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be coming up here pretty soon. Uh, Xbox One, PlayStation, and PC as well. And uh, then we have Total War Saga Troy. So Total War is, is uh, what it is, is it's a simulator where you have to maintain an empire or a nation with economy and food and supplies and you're at war with somebody mm -hmm. and it's you know so if you if you were to totally go into war your people will starve you'll have a ride on the behind you know yeah. so you have that kind of thing to worry about kind of like starcraft mixed with sims like you have to worry about yeah. their health and everything but you're also battling yeah and i love these kind of games you know these are these are real fun for me they take up a lot of time and i usually do them while i'm talking to friends who are also usually playing with me or we're talking about the same thing mm. um so this is this is right in my alley and I really like the Troy era. I like when you got that Greece, that whole Mediterranean society. I've always been a fan of those. Mm -hmm. So this is right up my alley. Last year they had one that was the, I think it was called Three Kingdoms, that evolved like the Chinese uh, dynasties, which is pretty cool. Nice. So I'm excited to say it. Yeah, Three Kingdoms, that's what it was. Last up, we're going to be talking about Watchdog Legions. Uh, this is going to be much like their previous Watchdogs, except for you actually get a roster of people you're trying to manage and you could like, so think think of a Grand Theft Auto, but you're hacking things the whole time. Oh, okay. Okay, and you have like you have a big uh, a roster of guys that you've recruited over the time, mm -hmm. and you could actually end up losing them as time goes on. Yeah. So you have to really be careful about like, oh, do I want to risk losing this person who's really good at hacking cars or something like that? But what do you hack stuff for? Just steal? No, oh. you're actually trying to create a resolution. I think you steal too, but you're also oh. trying to create like a, a revolution. Oh, okay. Yeah. I so you. I tried playing Watchdog One and it was so terrible. And everybody says don't play Watchdog One. I tried playing it; and it was really bad. So I'm gonna try playing Watchdog Two because that one apparently was very good. Kind of like uh, that Die Hard movie where the the guys yeah. bring together a group of hackers to hack the government and take was, over. What is that? Live Free Die Hard. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. With Timothy Oliphant, yeah. he's a bad guy. That's yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, those are some of the games. Okay, I I noticed you didn't write any notes. No. What were we talking? But well, what are those games? Uh, any of those look good to you? Yeah, all of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, the, oh, hey, Dan. How you doing? <laughs> right. I know. I should sit there and at least pick one out to write down. Uh, the Halo one, probably, though. I'll, Halo I'll, Infinite. Sure I cannot wait yeah. for Halo. Yeah. Oh, man. It's going to be so good. But when we, like, as you talk about these games, it reminds me that like I, I play Overwatch right now every once in a while. I don't really spend a lot of time playing video games. 
But it's like, man, I really want to. I need to start just looking into these smaller games as they come out and try something different. I think different indie's all the time. right up your alley, man. Yeah, I'm like just... a good indie game will take up like five, six hours to beat. Yeah, and the the stories they're telling are often like a little bit more daring because they don't have to worry about stockholders or something like that. Yeah, and they're cheap, and a lot of times they're free on the Epic Game Store. Yeah, you know, so it's always worth worth checking out. So I need to do is yeah. at least get on and download the free games and try them out. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys. So for next week, we have a guest coming on, and we'll be doing some uh, more news and stuff like that. We're going to be having our Flashpoint Comic Book Club coming up pretty soon. So look forward to that. That'll be this month, I promise. <laughs> uh, okay, so for the future, for 2024 Geek Freaks, what to expect, we have the new website that should be up by now. Mm-hmm. I had to totally tear down the website again and then redo it all over again. It's Anyways... Uh, the reason we're doing a new website is I wanted to make it to where everybody could do little micro blogs. So mm. say Jonathan here. So currently on their old website, everything that was up on it, I put up. But say John's walking around. He's like, man, I just watched Hook again and I love Hook. Mm. I want to write a review for it. So we're going to have a thing called, uh, I'm not sure what it's going to be called, but it's going to be called <laughs> Keeping It 100 Reviews or something like that. It'll be 100 word reviews mm. where you just got to type 100 words and you would be surprised how little that is. It's just like one paragraph. Yeah. But I like that. I don't want to have to, I don't want to have huge reviews on our website yeah and the people are like well i, I don't even want to get into this yeah i just I want to hear i don't like to read huge reviews i want to read yeah. a paragraph that kind of gives you a rundown should i watch it or not yeah. watch it not, don't don't tell me what it's all about don't give me the the end of it just should is it worth my wild and some uh, of these will be movies that you probably haven't heard of before hook most of you guys have heard of before but but yeah. if it's like thumbelina or something like that the old yeah. animated thumbelina mm. oh you know what i'm looking for a good movie to watch for my kids yeah hunter words i'll know if it's worth it or not that'll mm. be from jonathan hill throw a rating at the end of it heck yeah so that'll be one of the things to do we'll do our top fives we'll have our top fives on the podcast of course but we'll also have quickie top fives where it's just us talking about like top five uh homer simpson moments is yeah. a good example for one <laughs> and i'll and i'll go over my five but that's something that I can't sit there and debate with like Daniel or something like that who doesn't watch Simpsons and, yeah. and Squeaks who watches Simpsons, but he doesn't care for the old stuff. Yeah. So it's hard to do. So I'll put out my top five and explain each one of my choices. Mm. And then maybe Squeaks will do one too, or Squeaks will add in top five King of the Hill moments. Yeah. Whatever. It'd be nice if we had a portal on there somewhere where where um, listeners can put in, can submit their top fives. All of these will have comment sections where you guys can add your top five. And anytime nice. you do... If we can get kind of a few of them, we'll, go, we'll make episodes on the podcast where we'll review these. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, and then we'll also create uh, content creator short uh, shout outs. So mm-hmm. say I'm really enjoying a new content creator, somebody who I think needs a little bit of a shout out, needs some help, or maybe it's somebody who's already big and I just want to talk about them. Hot yeah. Ones is a good example. Mm-hmm. Love Hot Ones. And, um, and I keep telling everybody about them. So maybe I'll sit there and be like, hey, check out Hot Ones. They eat hot wings and they blah, blah, blah. And I'll do like another 100-word review of Hot Ones yeah. or any content creator. Maybe your friend's starting a Twitch stream or something like that and you really want to help them out. Monumentous Kyle's got a Twitch screen. He's been on our other podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll do a quick review of how it is and what to expect. Throw it up there with a picture of uh, Kyle and a link to his podcast. Boom. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to create a hub where we could all input small ideas. Yeah. And it's kind of a quick acting thing. And then I'll go from there and I'll put it out to all of our social medias as well. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to kind of use our website more. Yeah. Currently, I was just putting up like, hey, this is what our next episode is going to be about. And then you wouldn't see another post on our website until the next episode of the yeah. podcast. So that's what our our, our YouTube or our thing's going to be. YouTube channel-wise, I'm still debating if we're going to keep doing freebie, freebie games. While we do have some viewers of it, that's not the problem. The problem is I, I think people showing how to play video games is like too much on yeah. YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody's doing it. 
And <clears throat> it's not like I'm trying to catch fire with it, but I just want to utilize our YouTube channel where it's more interesting to you guys. Mm -hmm. So um, I've been talking to the guys. I think we're going to do like some geek quizzes on there. It'd be fun. Yeah. You know, uh, and then maybe we'll, we'll convert some of these 100 word reviews mm -hmm. for movies into like quick little three minute videos. If you guys talking about like, Hey, Hook is awesome. You know, yeah. this is why, yada, yada, yada. And then I'll, you know, we'll do some videos for that too. Yeah. Stuff like that. So we're going to get a little bit more experimental with our YouTube channel. Check that out. Mm -hmm. uh, we're also, I've been, you've probably noticed, I've been picking up our Instagram a lot mm -hmm. because I feel bad that we don't. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to be better about our Instagram. Uh, expect more content heading that way. And uh, lastly, what was the last thing? I'm already forgetting our last thing. Mm, Twitter? No, Twitter. I'm killing on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> uh, check out uh, Pod Nation and Next Wave. It's our two networks on Twitter. But yeah, I, there was one more and I can't remember it. But anyways, we're gonna we're trying to expand what we do, guys, and bring it to where we're, we're bringing you guys more content, but also shorter content. Because I feel like the podcast, awesome. I love podcasting, and it is easily our main thing. It will never stop being our main thing. Mm -hmm. But it's an hour and a half long conversation. Yeah. And sometimes you just want to hear the review for Star Wars. Yeah. And that's it. You just want to pick out the 10 minutes that you're interested in and not. Yeah. You know, so if I can type, if I could type a short paragraph about like, I really like Star Wars for this. I think the ending for Ray was really cool. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Kylo Ren, this, 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 and mm -hmm. be done with it. And then have like, yeah, my 15 minute conversation on the podcast. But there's also this paragraph you guys could read and just kind of get an idea of what it is. Yeah. That's my goal. I so, like it. Yeah. All right, guys. So just kind of give you an idea of what's coming up for uh, Geek Freaks. If there's any ideas you guys have, we're always welcome to hear them and, and get some ideas. Uh, we do follow some awesome people on social media. We always shout them out. So you'll oftentimes see me retweet some some creators. That it, that idea of me always retweeting creators that I really like, fellow podcasters, is kind of why we're going to be doing the pod or the creator showcase. Mm -hmm. I don't have names for any of these yet. <laughs> so you'll be able to see that from there too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, please follow us on social medias and our friends. We'll be sharing them as well. And uh, hope to bring some more interviews with some other creators. I know Alex Schumacher. I've already been talking about him coming back on. Uh, we have oh, we have some conventions we're going to be going to this year. Mm -hmm. So two for sure, possibly three, and then we'll probably be doing some events at a local video game store. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'm going to be talking to some comic book shops for free comic book day, mm -hmm. and we'll do some stuff there for that day too. Nice. So we got a lot coming your way, guys. It'll mm -hmm. be exciting. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. for joining us on the geek freaks podcast you can find us on twitter at geek freaks pod we're also on facebook instagram you can email us we have our patreon and a store all those links are in the description thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you guys next week